You're listening to a Monkey Buns production. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome to Alfie Pods Fantasy Footy. It's me, Alfie, of course. Uh, yeah, it's 2021. And I think the hangover from New Year's Eve is just about gone. I don't know about you, but uh, decided to go big at home. I'm not sure I've ever said that before. Hmm. So football's going on and Game Week 18 is coming up. I'm joined today by, of course, uh, Will and Matt and Dutch football superstar Jordi van der Laan, also known as the Vegetable Man, as we learned at the Christmas pod. A lot of discussions about the free, using the free hit this week uh, or using a wild card because the wild card is back in play now. We've got another one, didn't we? That's exciting. I love me a wild card. Uh, And also there's been extra fixtures added to game week uh, 19, is it? I believe. I think United and City got extra fixtures. So what we're going to do, we're going to go straight into the conversation. Hit the ground running. We haven't done any niceties. We did theirs off air. And uh, no singing from me this week, unfortunately. Uh, (laughs) But get yourself a cup of tea. I don't know. How do people listen to podcasts these days? Do you listen on commute? Do you listen at home? Perhaps you've got a family and you just go out to the garden shed and lock yourself in there. I know my mate does that. He pretends to do some uh, woodwork. He doesn't build anything. (laughs) Sure, the shit will hit the fan pretty soon with that one. Anyway, yeah, so thanks for listening, thanks for supporting, and enjoy today's show. And I'll talk to you at the end, because I, I think I've made a decision on whether I'm going to play free hit or wildcard. Yes, isn't that exciting? Almost being decisive. Decisive action. Oh, no, I'm singing again. Okay, right, let's just listen to the show. Listen to the guys that know what they're talking about, and uh, hopefully they'll help you like they help me. Enjoy! I was all free hit until about two hours ago. No, I don't, I don't necessarily think you should free hit. It's just the only problem is the fixtures being re- rearranged, you know, the, uh, United getting a fixture in 18 and City getting an extra fixture in 19 means that you don't really need to use a free hit. The only problem is I used my wild card to set up for a bench boost in 19 thinking I was going to free hit in 18. So I'm kind of forced into that way. But the way the cookies crumbled is it suits everybody else very well. What does the free hit does? No, the way the fixers have been rearranged, not not using the free hit. It's like if I'd known United were going to have an extra fixer and City were going to have an extra fixer in 19, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't I would have done a different right. I would have employed different tactics, different strategy. So the advantage I'm going to gain by playing my free hit is lessened. The advantage I'm going to gain by my double game with 19 team is lessened mm. now because of those fixer changes. Okay. And it's also for me it's about Getting players in now, if I use the wild card, I can get those players in now before their price slips out and I, c- and I lose them forever, right? Like yeah. Bruno. Yeah, well, Bruno. You, can, you can still argue about prices, but we're halfway through the season, so I'm, I'm not that focused on prices, to be honest. Yeah, but surely if you can't afford a player, you lose them forever, right? Yeah, well, that's that's true, but there will always there will always be ways to to make something happen in five six game weeks if you have to lose another one to and get someone cheaper. 
So for for example, tonight I think uh, Cancelo is going to rise. I think I'm 99% sure I want him if I'm going to free hit or if I'm going to wild card or if I'm going to do nothing. So we've seen this season. The smartest thing is just to wait till the deadline. Is it though? So, if the prices are going to go, I mean, I tell you why I say you, that. I tell you why I say that. It's because I've put together a team, and I'll read it out in a second. For a free hit or a wild card? For, on a wild card. Okay. But if one of those players rises, any one of them this week, suddenly that whole plan's yeah. out the window. Do you want to hear them, Matt? You're looking very desperate, actually. Matt, look at Matt. He's looking, he's looking really desperate. Wow. He's got a desperate look of hey, He's got the look of someone who only scored 40 points this week. <laughs> 45, actually. <laughs> oh, someone did worse than me? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Will got 51, right, Will? I didn't really? bother checking, to be honest. Yeah. Jeez, I thought you guys would have been up in the 70s. Oh, I had the highest points this week. Whoa, that's crazy. I don't get it. I captained Son. That was the right thing to do. I brought in Mari. That was the right thing to do. I had Salah and Trent and Trent. Oh, that's where it went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Burnley cancelled. What's your team value, Alfie? Uh, oh, I don't know. Just how do quickly, can I just make a quick point? Alfie, yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry, Will. Value. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, hang on. Go team on, Team value. You only, if you've got shit team value, you basically sacrifice one of your 11 players. That's, that's it. That's all you're doing. You're basically saying one of my 11 players is going to be shitter than he could be if had a good team value. That's yep. the difference it makes. I don't still get what you mean. And he could even be less shit than the one you will pick. Exactly. Well, yeah. hopefully. It means that you're talking about having a perfect team. I've got all these 11 players that I want and I can't afford them if one price goes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you have to sacrifice one of those 11 players, make them worse. Oh, uh, well, make okay. Make them cheaper. And that's all you're really doing if you've got cheap team value, you know, cheap value, yeah. squad value. That's well, not that, the end of the world. Well, actually, uh, with the team that I've created, I am sacrificing a position, and that's a forward position. So I'm really sacrificing one because I so think... So with that, wanna... you're already saying you're not going to use your bench, bench boost in the next game week? Um, no, I will, because this team I'm putting together will be a rotational, fluid thing. That's the idea. That's the plan. <laughs> how many times you heard that this season right yeah. <laughs> I've had so many plans and normally there's always an injury next week so the idea is to bring Forster in as a goalkeeper alongside McCarthy that'll do nice then Mari Loton that's the first point because if you're going to bench boost then you'll have you have lost one spot already yeah right? but bench boost it's three points overall I think the, we were discussing weren't we Will the fact that I mean, you definitely express that the bench boost seems a bit of a nothing sort of bonus. Yeah, it's, thing. A, it's a poison chalice because you've got to get your team set up for a bench boost, which means investing more money on your bench. Yeah. Generally, it means investing a bit more money on your bench than you would normally. And then you've got to get out of it. So, you know, you've got to get that, that money from your bench back into your first 11. Mm. So it's timing of the bench boost is really tricky. Yeah. Mm. So I agree. If you don't, I think. It can be a mistake to put too much funds in your bench because then you think, great, great bench boost team. But then you've got the game weeks following where you're struggling then to, or you're taking hits. And if you're taking, mm. if you then got to take hits because of your bench boost to get back to a good first 11, you've got a question. What's the point? What's the point? Yeah. The answer to that <laughs> would be to do um, three hit this week with a bench boost and then do wildcard next week, then in theory. You, you can't play. Yeah, you can only use one chip. I can only use one. This game's rubbish. Yeah. I don't want to play anymore. 
<laughs> no, I'm yeah. struggling. I agree, Alfie. I don't want to play anyone either. <laughs> so different from draft. Do you know well I'm doing in draft, by the way? I'm doing so well. And the thing uh, is... I, I haven't checked your draft team, No, Alfie, well, no. You sh- I'm demolishing my mates, and it's brilliant. It's so good. <laughs> I had Tierney. I brought Tierney and Bellerin into my team. I brought the Arsenal core in before anyone sort of was sniffing around. I thought... I liked what I saw at Tierney, it's happening, and then he scored 18, it's great. And then I look at FPL and I'm like, it's, just, it's not a fair representation of what's going on in the world. Anyway, <laughs> right, defenders. Okay, let's see what you think about this. Defenders, Mari, Loughton, Robertson, Tierney, Stones. Midfielders, Martinelli, because I think he's a forward really, isn't he? Gundogan, eh, Jordi? Sterling, because he's cheaper than KDB, Son and Fernandez. And then up front, the position I'm losing is Unlundulu from Southampton, but I thought better him than Brewster as a gamble. And then Calvert-Lewin and Kane, because I'm stuck with Calvert-Lewin, I think. What do you think? It's worth doing the wild card. Well, it depends on your current team, of course. Yeah, exactly. My current team is... Oh, my current team is hemorrhaging value because apparently Oliver Burke, his value just keeps dropping. It's not fair. Why does his value keep dropping and no one else? Why is Brewster's 4.5? And Oliver Burke is 4.3. Well, maybe because Burke is, has had like six, seven games where he hasn't featured at all. But isn't it about how many times people sell them or something? Yeah, also Burke, you've got to remember as well, first game week of the season, yeah. if you've got a, no one's, you know, if you've got like 60% ownership in the first game week of the season, then you do shit, everyone's going to sell you and your value's just going down. You know, because that first game week, if you've got, zero percent ownership and then you do really well and everyone buys you your value is just going to go up but there's no sort of i'm not explaining this very well it's like this <laughs> the game week one ownerships are not factored into whether something goes up or down so like the the level of ownership for burke was set very high because he was seen as a as a possible good player in yeah. game week one to own a possible good cheap player so because his ownership level was quite high the more you know therefore more people will be able to sell him because more people own him therefore his price is going to go down more. Mm, that makes sense i mean i did kind of know i just wanted you to tell me something else like i'm being picked on or something i don't know <laughs> well, you are but <laughs> so matt you didn't fancy that team i just read out why what's going on um i don't know if I don't know if I'm sold on, on Gundogan at the moment. I mean, yeah, he's probably going to start a lot, but whether he's going to... But those fixtures, mate, have you seen the fixtures? I mean, <sighs> listen, I know I sound like a mass... I'm basically contradicting myself here. But City, I think it's happened now, okay? I think it's happened, okay? <laughs> and now this well, is coming from someone who predicted the Tierney, Tierney turnaround, the Arsenal okay. turnaround. I'm telling you, there, there was a bit of a swagger Maybe it's maybe the Chelsea game suited them a bit, don't you think, with the counter-attack option? But if he's going to be playing, much rather have a player, a shit player playing for Man City than you would. Uh, but the other one is Suchek, possibly, or Harrison or Rafina. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just, I think your logic there as well. Like um, you said, you want Sterling just because he's cheaper than uh, <laughs> yeah. he's cheaper than KDB. I mean, if you think KDB is the better pick, I'd be looking to find that extra couple of whatever is zero point whatever like I'd, I'd be looking to find that if you think KDB is the better pick I wouldn't just say well he's cheaper I'm going to get him you know I mean that, that's coming from someone who still has Sterling like you know <laughs> I'm not being happy with Sterling at all like um, you, you know you he's, see he's him playing right, as, though, didn't he? he looked alright the other day <laughs> yeah but I mean 
but the, the thing with City, I mean, while Aguero's not fit, I think they're all going to be kind of playing quite fluidly. Um, if Ferran Torres is going to be out for a week or two, you know, it may be a punt on, on Foden, you know, might be decent. I know we all have a kind of a history about Foden, but, you know, he looked kind of sharp last game coming in. Um, you know, only six point whatever he is. Like, you know, I'd, I'd nearly find the extra for him over, over Gundogan. Oh, what about him over Sterling? Again, it depends on what it allows you to do. I mean, what, where you're going to use that extra five million or whatever it is, if you're going to pump it into defence, if it allows you to get another premium defender. I just think that there is a lot of value in defence at the moment. I just think, especially the Arsenal team. Mm. I compare their squad to everyone else's around that price. Mark. It's just, just, there's no there's no rival, I don't think. If they have turned a corner, that is, of course. Yeah, I, I mean, as well as that, if you look at it, and if, you, if you're quite high on, on Arsenal, I mean... If you go with Foden over maybe Sterling, you know, that might be the difference between having uh, Olandulu or whatever his name is or Lacazette, you know, it might be yeah. it might be a difference there if you believe that Arsenal are back and they're going to be scoring goals. Um, you know, just the thought, it, it, like, like that, yeah, it, it like kind it. of goes back to, kind of goes back to value and what we kind of talked about earlier on the season with kind of the whole idea of VORP and, you know, value over replacement player and, you know, where your money's going and how, how many points you're getting back for what you're spending kind of, kind of comes back to that mm. um, so again it's up to yourself I, I, w- I wouldn't be sold on that team personally but I mean with the season I'm having who am I to kind of who am I to kind of question other people's decisions to be fair to you you are what, around the 400k at the moment I, do you know do you even know where I am at the moment I mean I'm <laughs> fucking embarrassed I'm not going to lie I know this is my first full season in FPL but even my trial one last season I finished 300k I'm like 2.6 millionth place Mm. that's bad right yeah. well it's it's not good but I mean like you said only, you know yeah that means bad, bad man that's bad. Yeah, I bad. was trying to let them down lightly you know it's I know but it's like bad. the thing is we're, half, we're halfway through the season with you know double game weeks most of us still have all our chips left you know that's a, an opportunity to make up massive ground um, but again providing you make the right decision so it might be a bit of an added pressure you know trying to getting a few differentials that you think are going to do well but like you know the way I see it is bringing in Gundogan you know someone might have Grealish in that spot you know so you're backing Gundogan against let's say a player like Grealish who you know that's a big gamble in my eyes now I know you can compare it in other ways because it's not like for like you know Gundogan's five point whatever and uh, Grealish is seven point whatever you know so it's not a fair comparison but I think I'd just rather kind of tried and tested players from what we've seen so far in the season. I know it seems a bit boring and it seems like a bit of a, a kind of a shield pick that we talk about, you know, a mm. high on player that, but like that, if we examine all the kind of high, high on players and how many FPL managers are going to have all those high on players, there's still opportunity to make ground there. So I probably need to take a leaf out of that book as well. Um, I think I've punted maybe a little bit more than I should. I, um, in previous seasons, I think what would save me is whenever I'd use a free transfer, it, it, it usually had an upside. Like I'd usually get a return from it. Whereas most weeks this uh, this season, whoever I've brought in has been a disaster. It's it's you know they blanked on the back of good form. They dry up. Like I brought Bruno in, and now the likes of Rashford, who I had three weeks ago, is still outscoring them over the last couple of game weeks. Even Martial is now a, a kind of a, a viable option for less uh, less less cash. So, you know, these are all kind of things that we have to consider. And I, it's definitely shifting a little bit now this season um, in terms, you know, a lot of people were talking about Salah as essential, three blanks in a row. Now it's being questioned. God. 
you know, uh, Mane was being uh, looked at as an alternative. Everyone was talking about double Liverpool defence that's gone out the window now. So again, like this is, you know, playing the wild card early. Um, it, it's kind of, you want to be 100% certain whether, you know, Salah is is not essential. Liverpool defence is not essential. You kind of want to be in that mindset where you're quite certain because I think once you make the decision to play the wild card, then you're going to be struggling to restructure the squad and get the premium defenders in and get the premium midfielders and you're just going to like Will said you're going to be taking points like any points you've gained you've just taken the way to try and change the team around so I don't know it, it's very hard to call the season I, I find where other years I'd be a little bit more confident this year I'm a bit more hesitant mm. about what I'm doing and maybe that's the downfall maybe we all just need a little bit more confidence in our decisions I don't know well it kind of feels like every time it's set the league settles down something changes somewhat and then something shifts yeah it certainly doesn't help with all the recent disruptions and fixtures and stuff, you know. Like we talked about last week, you know, Spurs had a, a very, very nice fixture, got cancelled. A lot of people were maybe thinking of, you know, Captain Kane or Son and they were without a player then. Um, a lot of people sold, you know, De Bruyne, who were rewarded this week for their patience and keeping them. So it's there's a lot of different um, kind of factors at play at the moment, and I definitely don't think we've seen the last of the post moments. No, you know the, the the positive testing in the Premier League has kind of seen another upsurge in the last day or two. So we'll have to wait and see how that goes, and just kind of approach the next few game weeks with a lot of caution. Which is why I'm a little bit tentative to use and free hit or or wild a wild card or even you know maybe maybe triple captain over bench boost in game week 19 might be a little bit more sensible since even if one game is cancelled in the in the double game week that could be your bench gone you know you could be bench boosting one player and who knows <laughs> well it's likely considering all the players that dropped out for us this game week I mean I was personally really annoyed about the Burnley game because I set up my team to have both Lowton and Chris Wood in it mm. and who were they playing again Fulham I thought oh there's got to be some points in there for Burnley and, that, and that's the differential isn't it then suddenly that Son uh, captaincy looks good. The Kane inclusion looks good, doesn't it? And then they're gone and then it's all a bit finishing average points again. Bastard. And, and then you have the other side of it, I suppose, where, you know, a lot of people had Shea Adams or like that um, Chris Wood or something where the game was cancelled and got Suchek off their bench. So those people did quite well and having a good bench, um, mm. you know, and, and kind of profited from it, even though obviously it was out of our control, the, the fixture being postponed. Like, I mean, I had two players on my bench. I had... Forster, the backup Southampton keeper who played and kept the clean sheet, um, should have played him over Meslier and just for the crack. Um, and then, of course, like I, I had Suchek as fourth sub, who unfortunately no one, everybody played. Um, and you know, so that was 17 points on my bench. I mean, 17 points from two players. I mean, if you bench boost and got 17 points, it'd be seen as acceptable. So maybe in a single game week, I think just when. A lot of us can't bring ourselves to use bench boost in a single game week just because of the the upside on paper from having maybe potentially four players having two fixtures. So on paper, it looks a lot better. So I don't know. It's spread betting, isn't it, basically? Mm. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Will, uh, yeah. S- six million netto, Wolves. I mean, I know I keep banging on about how good he is, but he's actually points return in the fantasy game is starting to happen. And... Here's a thought. Wolves go out and buy a proper striker in January. Suddenly, he's getting more returns, no? Yeah, look, I mean, he seems to be doing all right. He's, uh, I think he's probably the best value player under, you know, cheap, who's cheaper than Zaha. So I think he'd go all the way up to like 7.3 million before you find a better value player. So he's obviously, he's doing well. 
yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking at him because I don't like points. You know, I prefer to, I prefer <laughs> to sort of try and pick obscure picks that I think are going to do well and then do absolutely nothing. So, um, are you yeah. talking about Timo yeah. or someone else here? Anyway, I just looked up. I don't know if any of you ever use. There's a website called um, FPL FPL Statistico, um, which is by a guy <laughs> called Fusen, right? And you just put in your you put in your ID, and it gives you all these stats about your team. And I was just browsing through them. I haven't had a captain. My captain has hasn't scored a goal since game week eight, and I've had three assists since game week eight. Right, it's rubbish, and isn't it? Only once this season has my captain got double points. And I was just looking at this stat, and I've never had this because FPL Statistico gives you this sort of information. Mm. My captain captain points as a percentage of my overall score is 16%. That's that poor, is man. so low. It's ridiculous. Like, it's normal range is like 20 to 23%. Right. Anything above 25, you're doing really well. But 16%, I've had 156 from my total captain points this season. It's just abysmal. Well, you say that, Will, but you say it's abysmal. It's abysmal for you. But, for example, someone like me, who, when you text this week and said, I'm captaining Salah, I directly am on purpose captain yeah, Son. That's great. And it worked yeah. to treat. You know, I'm so glad. I think you're onto one there. I mean, I, yeah, my captain's blank for the last four or five game weeks without even getting an assist. Um, <laughs> and the other, the other nice thing about this website is that it shows you not just how badly you've done. It also shows you the points you could have got. <laughs> like, if you... The things weren't bad enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I'd just gone with my vice captain over my captain, I'd have had 232 captain points. And if I'd managed to somehow captain the highest scoring player each game, I'd have 454. So, like, I'm not just doing badly. I, I'm actually... It's actually an achievement to be doing as badly as I'm doing. Yeah, you're, captain. you're actioning your bad luck to a high level. But yeah, I'd, I'd like... You know, one week I'll go and I'll jump on the whole, let's let's captain people who, who play against Leeds, which is what everyone did this week. And I've done that for like a few weeks and so it's not paid off. Um, you know, Timo Werner, I'll keep banging on about it, but how did he miss? <laughs> and um, this week, obviously it works. You know, Spurs not in form, but they'll just, you know, whatever, they'll just realise they can score against Leeds and <laughs> everyone else just looks really clever and I just look like an idiot again. So, yeah. <laughs> Never it's mind, challenging mate. this season. It's mentally challenging, really mentally. I mean, challenging. it is definitely challenging when fixtures just get cancelled left, right, and centre. I mean, that is just well, that too. Yeah, that is. But you know, it's all part of the fight. I, I personally enjoying all these seasoned FPL players. It's basically just shaking the head and fists into the air. Well, some do that, and then you get some like Fabio Borges, who's still you know in the top ten k as he has been ever since he started playing FPL. And you're like, how does he do it? How does he do it? Even in a season like this, he's still in the top 10K. But what do you already. reckon the reason is? How has he not had injuries? And Well, he has, yeah. He's had a little bit of bad luck, but it never seems to affect him particularly. And um, the other thing is with him, he, he, was a, he was a professional poker player. So I think he's very good at handling the emotional side of the game and not, you know, he still just mm. makes logical decisions as well. Perhaps it's something you do as a poker player, you play the hand, don't you? Um, but is that not what we've been yeah, doing? So Haven't we like been that. making logical? We've been making logical decisions. It's not like you've been coming on every week going, "I just love Timo Werner. I just love him and love him." You, you know, you well, came a with a. Yeah, you came with. <laughs> I, should a, have, I should have been captain in players like Fernandez and Salah and a bit more when he was doing well, and obviously now because captain three weeks in a row and he's blanks. So it's, 
it's just how it goes. <laughs> Yordi, let's bring you in before Will has a meltdown. I prefer yeah. not. Uh, so <laughs> you're what you you're free hitting or what you do? Well, I still don't know yet. I was uh, I've got eight players for the for the blank game week, but that's including uh, Mitchell and Brewster. So that's basically six. Brewster might have a shot. You don't. You never know. Yeah, but, but they are playing Newcastle. I think when Sheffield United score, I'm about to turn 40 years or something. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll just skip that. And I have... Um, You're still in your 20s, you already just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I've got uh, Martinelli and Marshall. And I think both of them are very dependent on uh, the game time they get in the cup games. Uh, especially Marshall, because Cavani is suspended until their first league game which is uh, Burnley in the blank game week. So if Marshall starts both tomorrow against City and next week against uh, Watford, I think, for the FA Cup, then, yeah, well, I guess he will be on the bench against Burnley, which, of course, I don't like. And then you've got Martinelli, who set out against West Brom the entire game. I think it was because of the snow and what I think, Will, you said that. Because he's Brazilian, you mean? Yeah, of, I, I don't. Uh, th- I don't think that's... No, no, no. That was that was because just... because he has a lot. He has had a lot of injuries, and the game was in the back already. So, I think that yeah, was he, he part has... of the decision from Ateta. But I think, yeah, well, I think he's still above uh, Willock and William in the. In I think the, he's uh, above. Yeah. I think he's above Aubameyang. If I'm honest. No, I don't think so. Well, on form he is. On form he is, but I'm, I'm, I, I'm not sure Atata will bench him. Will bench Aubameyang. Yeah, so, this is an interesting question. It's like that front four Arsenal played uh, last weekend. Yeah. Who, who, who drops out for Martinelli? It's P. Well, it's I P. Think, all day long. I think it's. I think the only one that's that's well not entirely secure of game time, but let's say ninety-five percent is Saka, because Arteta has also played. Uh, Lacazette uh, in the number 10 position. Aubameyang can play both on the left wing and up top. Smith-Rowe is, I think, a number 10. I don't know if he can play yeah. wide. Yeah. And then you've got Martinelli who can also play left and up top. So you've got Saka for the right. And so if, if Martinelli plays 90 minutes in the cup game, then peace playing it will in the be the same yeah. for uh, like, uh, like he, he played against West Brom. So... Well, he could do. Of course, he could do damage against Palace in in a, in a cameo, but yeah, it's not what you want. So those are the four players from my eight: Martinelli, Martial, Mitchell, and Brewster. And then I've got the uh, De Bruyne, Fernandez, uh, and two Villa defenders against Spurs. And I can still see that game finishing nil-nil. It's tricky. So I was, if I'm not going to use a chip, I will probably do Salah for Sterling and uh, a defender for a city defender. And yeah. I was just leave Son and Kane again. It's just waiting for the cup games and try to get some more information about probable game time. Yeah, because the cup games this week are actually meaningful, should we say, because it's the semi-finals, the Carabao Cup, Spurs against Brentford. Jose wants to win this cup, that's for sure. He'll definitely want to win it if Man United beat Man City tomorrow. Uh, so there's definitely things and obviously Solskjaer has to win something just to prove to everyone how amazing he is could do the travel could do the travel I mean that, I mean, it, they are genuinely you know three, a game in hand from being top of the league right now which is a scary yeah. prospect and like I know we say every season you know if you're playing badly and 
you know, the sign yeah. of, like, of a, a champion is to win the games even when you're playing badly. But, you know, I just don't still think they're, they're there yet. Like, you know, they still always look like a team in transition undergone changes. Yet, there they are in the title race, you know. At the end of the day, that's all that matters, the results and, the, and what the table says. So, you never know. They might win it. Who knows? Welcome back to the beach. Very briefly, of course. I'm just... Sunning out on my lovely beach. Oh, I wish I was on fucking holiday. <laughs> I need a holiday. We all need a holiday. Let's all not go on holiday. Uh, yeah, right. I'm just interrupting <laughs> through my madness. Uh, that, oh, yes. I just wanted to. Oh, Will, though. You heard of Will earlier talking about FPL Statistico. I recommend you go and check that out. I checked my team out. I checked the analysis of my team. And in comparison to Will's captaincy thing, mine was 29%, which means I'm going wrong in other areas. Very wrong in other areas. Um, and also, I wanted to say, uh, when I recorded this conversation with the guys, and uh, we actually had a conversation about referees and VAR and all that. And, yeah, I know it can all get boring, referees and VAR. And I did kind of out of this podcast. But actually, I thought the conversation was okay, and I've got it now on audio file, so I might put it out as a little bonus. I don't think I'll promote it, but if you are subscribed, then it will show up, and that's what that is. You know, you might need some extra content. You know, you might need to go and go for a walk or something in the woods on your own with a balaclava on. You might need some listening content. I don't know, okay? Uh, And also, uh, I think that's it. (laughs) Let me get back to the actual podcast again, and I'll speak to you at the end. So we can go over what decisions I made and you can just like roll your eyes and go, oh, for you fucking twat. But that's in the future. And for now, it's this. Captaincy choices then. It's game week 18. Some of us are using our free hit. Some of us are using a wild card. Some of us are not doing that. And all of us still don't know what we're doing. That's essentially, isn't it? So, captaincy, who wants to go first? Well, I'll just tell you, my captain has blanked for the last six game weeks. I've had yep. Salah, Kane and Fernandes, and I just pick them. I'll pick them in the week they blank. It's quite unbelievable. So I'm going to captain De Bruyne, so you don't want to captain De Bruyne. Okay, good. That is, that's you all should, we need, actually. Well, we should, don't need anyone else's. Write names on paper and then put it in a hat and then just do No, 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 no. no. This is and not it, how yeah. it works, your D. Will picks a captain. We don't pick that captain. That's how it works. <laughs> don't mess with the system. Well, I was going to pick KDB. KDB. It's good because I had him in my wildcard team. I'm not going to, I'm just not going to have him now. That's perfect. Right, your D, go on then, captain. <laughs> yeah, well, probably KDB. If I'm going to free hit, maybe Aguero, if I'm sure he's going to start. Oh, Aguero. Everyone's talked about Aguero. He's due to come back into that team soon, isn't he? That's for sure. Yeah. Matt. I'll have to check and see if I have any players for next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it's going to be Sterling. Um, I know I was banging on about how I haven't been impressed, but uh, Sterling or Fernandez. Um mm. I mean, I think Brighton are one of those teams now that are just always conceding. Um, Burnley have the potential to maybe make things difficult for United. Um, So I think I'm just going to go with Sterling. You know, especially if the other players are out, at least there's a, you know, we can probably say with an educated guess that he's going to start again if the likes of Ferran Torres and, you know, Mares didn't really get a look in. You know, it was a a team that won against a very good Chelsea side convincingly. And uh, 
I don't think Pep will change too much. Um, I guess when we see the the lineups tomorrow, it might give us a bit more of a an idea. But I think even if Sterling does start tomorrow, it's I t- still think he'll start on the weekend, uh, midweek. Sorry. Hey, what I wanted to ask you guys before we go is one fixture that does really interest me this week. So Sheffield United and Newcastle. Who, if you were a betting man, which we all are, particularly deep inside, where's that going to go? Well, I think we didn't really talk about free hit teams. And I think um, I'm looking at uh, Darlow and Wilson. But, you know, the point is, Darlow is quite good for save points. But how many shots are Sheffield United going to have? I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're dreadful. That's, all, so, that's why I'm going to keep, uh, that's why I'm going to stick with Martinez. Also on a free hit, I think. Yeah, because he will be. I mean, he'd expect Spurs to have more shots. Yeah, I think Wilson could could get something. You could you could either avoid the game completely, or you can get Wilson. I, I fancy. Uh, I can't. I mean, Sheffield United haven't kept a clean sheet this season, so you'd imagine mm. Newcastle score. Well, I did actually have Wilson in my free hit side. Actually, that that does seem like the time to play him. But Sheffield United have got to win at some point, no? I mean, they are officially the worst team in Premier League history. It's quite brilliant, isn't it? Despite not being the worst team in Premier League history, when you watch them, if you know what I mean. I think Swindon I hold that uh, that record. Yeah. <laughs> really? I thought Dar- I thought it was Derby. I'm Derby not sure. Derby I do with 11 points, I think. Well, I think we had the most goals conceded in the very first or the second. Uh, I think it was. Um, I can't remember if it was the first or second year the Premier League started. I think we had the most goals conceded in the season. I could be wrong though. Just talking about free hit. I mean, the other. Players, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, you Will. Yeah. You, you <laughs> <got a> few... <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you have got, you're talking about defence. I think there's some good options in defence this week. And it's quite nice that Liverpool aren't playing because it kind of, you know, you can save money there. Um, so you've got the the two United players, Wan-Bissaka and Burnley are quite weak in the air. So maybe Maguire's a good option for that. Obviously City, Cancelo and Diaz. Tierney's looking good. Saiz is looking good. And you've got cheap players like Mitchell who are suddenly playing again. So you've kind of got a bench player there in case you know, in case you need one. Yeah, it's difficult. I find it really difficult. There's a lot of good players. Only Arsenal thrown in. I've got Lacazette and Saka I'm looking at. I think Emil Smith-Rowe is a really good player. Uh, again, mm. 4.4. So he's like, if you want to go for a three-man attack and a four-man midfields and you've got a spare Arsenal, so Emil Smith-Rowe, I think it's a really good 4.4 option. And then Cavani is the one player I'm looking at because he'll have been rested. Uh, he, he's banned... For, for the Villa game he's missing the League Cup and the FA Cup and he's back for Burnley so you'd imagine he starts against Burnley so a sort of one week punt if you want a good quality player I mean Cavani could be a good, a good one to get and I think and if Aguero. you're really and Aguero well yeah you've got to say is Aguero going to start and I think with City having played so well it's not certain that Aguero is going to start I think that's a bigger call whereas I feel slightly more confident that Cavani might start but Equally, yeah, if Aguero starts, he's also a great shout, I agree. Um, and it's also a level of risk, you know, working out and thinking Villa and Spurs are doing well, but they're playing each other. Is that game going to be high scoring? I think like you already were saying earlier, you know, it could be a nil-nil. And I think if you're, if you're really willing to gamble, if we really are gamblers, uh, then you bet against Villa and Spurs having many goals and you kind of, you go for the other attacking teams because there's some good options out there. Or maybe you go for the Newcastle-Sheffield um, United fixture. Because they could surprise us all. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, again, surprise. I think if you're looking for players who could do well, I think you're going to. You're more likely to want to back the two Manchester teams and Arsenal. Uh, and it's good. Op- it's a good option. I think that's you know you're playing your free hit. You want to do something a little bit different. And Arsenal have suddenly emerged. 
and City suddenly look like they're doing something good again. So you've got you've maybe got a way to to build a team that's strong, got a few differentials in, and you can take advantage. You can get a benefit from playing the free hit chip, which is which is what you need really. What is the benefit yeah. from me saving my free hit? Like when well, when's there going to be a better opportunity to play it? COVID there could be another game, a double game week. Mm. There will be another double game week in twenty six. Mm. Yeah, I guess it depends how how big it is. Yeah, well, apparently it's, it's bigger than this one. The, the double game week will contain most of the top teams, I think, because of the rescheduling of the cup games. And then you'll have another blank game week in 29, which will only have three or four fixtures from the lesser teams. And that's where people who save the free hit now will most likely use their free hit chip in blank game week 29. It's It really is team dependent. There was a really good flow chart on... Uh... On Twitter, FPL, FPL Zhao, I think, yeah. I don't know how you pronounce his name. And it was really good. It just sort of broke it down on your team. Do you have this chip? Do you have that chip? How many players do you have for the game week? How many, you know, in, take a different path depending on where you're going because it really is specific. And those extra fixtures, as we mentioned at the top of the program, have changed things. They've made it easier for people. Um, they've given, you know, United are highly owned, City highly owned. They've given them an extra fixture in 18 and 19. That really helps. So I think with a, with a season where more postponements are likely, more rearranged fixtures are likely, that we can't plan it. You know, normally you can plan a season, say this is when the cup fixtures are, this is when we know all these events are going to happen. We don't know that so much this year. So there's always a benefit yeah. to saving your free hit. So there, so there, so there. Game week 18. That was a good part, I thought. I really enjoy... Sp- I know I always say I enjoy speaking to the lads, but I do. I mean... I have my ideas for FPL and then I speak to the lads and then new ideas come. I suppose that's what conversation is for, isn't it? God knows I need the help at the moment because I'm doing very, very poorly. So I need to arrest the slide and that starts now in January of 2021. And for Game Week 18, I can confirm that I have pressed the wildcard button. Yes, the wildcard button has been pressed at the moment, uh, my team reads as follows. McCarthy and Forster as the goalkeepers. Idea there, I thought, hey, like, one goalkeeper plays. If that doesn't play, then the other one plays, right? No game week this week, obviously, for those two. But you know what? Take the hit for the long-term benefits. Defenders, Mari, Tierney, Lowton, Robertson, Stones. I mean, Mari, 4.4. And I know, like, Gabriel's out, but... You'd think Rob Holden would be the one to drop out for Arsenal. But anyway, and they looked like they turned a corner. Uh, Smith Rowe, 4.4. Hello. Yes, please. Foden, Fernandez, Son, Neto. Because I just love Neto. I just think you've got to have a player that you love watching. And I think he's such a serious player that next season, I mean, no wonder they sold, uh, what's his face, Jota to Liverpool. I mean, Christ. Now, Fernandez have got in there. But that could change the KDB. KDB. We'll see. Uh, up front, Calvert-Lewin, because I'm stuck with him, because if I sell him, I lose value on him, even though I gain value and I can't ever buy him back. Kane and Wilson for this week, and I'm looking to change that for Bamford ongoing from next week. The other options are to go for uh, uh, Aguero, and that means I might have to lose the uh, pricey Fernandez KDB option. But Aguero, I mean, look at those Man City fixtures. If he is going to play, apparently he's fit. And if he's going to play those fixtures, he's got to start scoring soon. And it could be the differential. 
But again, it's a gamble. And there's always a always that. And there's always that pet roulette scenario going on. So who knows? So that's what I'm doing thus far. I hope you're doing better. And you can always contact me and tell me you're doing better. I mean, that's, that's fine. It's all banter, isn't it? And all that. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Good luck in Game Week 18. Uh, we might do record another pod. So we might record on Monday and put one out Tuesday. But we'll see in the turnaround. Sometimes it just doesn't work, does it? There's too many football fixtures on. Too much football. Who'd have thought it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, no more singing from me. Goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Ugh, that sounded dangerously close to sound and music, which made me feel a bit ill. Anyway, thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves. Stay sane. Stay safe. Stay hungry. Stay thirsty. And stay another day. That's an E17 song, by the way. Sorry, I'm showing my age. Bye! Will I, will I, will I be Magnus? I got to know, I got to be that Magnus. <laughs>